0: Hello and welcome to this Happy Podcast. I'm Leanne Albrizio. For Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Happy sat down with Holly Eve, a longtime celebrity makeup artist and founder of Madame Lemmy, an all-natural powdered deodorant brand that serves as an ode to women's health. Eve founded the brand following her friend's passing of an aggressive form of breast cancer at just 42, which she attributed to exposure to chemicals, possibly aluminum-containing personal care products. Though little scientific evidence affirms a link between aluminum deodorants and breast cancer, Eve has erred on the side of caution, using personal care products without the chemical. With the help of an Oxford-trained chemist, she eventually started her own all-natural powder-based deodorant brand to honor her friend's memory. Putting luxury back into the act of applying deodorant, the powder, comprised of 84 minerals and Himalayan salt, is sifted through a circular container and onto a feather applicator that gets powdered under arms, similar to powdering the face like women did in the olden days. How did you start, Madame Lemmy?
1: I started Madame Lemmy in 2018. That's when I launched it. And I had the idea in 2016. It was really years in the making. I was working as a celebrity and TV makeup artist for a long time. And during that time, one of my close friends was diagnosed with stage four metastatic breast cancer. And she was only 30. And she was the person who really educated me on products and specifically she kept harping on natural deodorant to switch to something natural. So in 2000, I think it was 16. I had been for several years trying multiple different natural deodorants and either they gave me a rash or TMI. I smelled worse. And then somebody had mentioned to me, they saw a rash that I had from a natural deodorant and she asked if I had ever tried lemons. So I waited for the rash to go away. I started using just lemon slices and living in New York City, I had a roommate. So it was just um, not really sanitary. I was cutting up these lemon slices and putting them in a container covered in the fridge. And um, that's when I had the idea that, oh, this lemon on its own is working so well. I wonder if there's a way that I could turn this into something to carry with me. And just DIY, I figured out how to turn lemons into powder, not knowing you could just buy lemon peel powder, but I'm glad that I didn't know that because, um, it really set me on a path of learning how to mix and make things in my kitchen and lemon peel powder wasn't as effective as just the lemon slices. So mm-hmm. DIY figured out other ingredients through Pinterest and Google. And then my neighbor happened to be an Oxford trained chemist. I met him one time a year and a half prior to having this idea and it's a high rise. so. I remembered, you know, knowing he was a chemist. Figured out his door, knocked on it, and I asked for his help because I figured out all the powder dry ingredients, but I didn't know how to make the scent or how to add in a liquid oil, essential oil into powder. And um, he taught me how to make my powders with the form of how he made fireworks when he used to do that in Japan. So this mixing method of mixing powders, although they were all natural ingredients, and we became really good friends and. He's like my Walter White from Breaking Bad, um, but making natural deodorant and just learned so much from him. And then a family friend, acquaintance, who's the former VP of Elizabeth Arden, he created the Provage line and um, those Ceramite capsules. He created really revolutionary products. I called him in the beginning stages and asked for his help, and he became a mentor and really walked me through the more of the business labeling process of how to start a beauty brand.
0: Mm-hmm. So just getting back to your friend, she was clearly very close to you and because you felt obviously very like strong enough to to do this kind of like, I would say in her honor, would you say? And also, do you know if like her use of like maybe aluminum deodorants was like the a causation of the cancer?
1: So I'll answer the first part. it definitely now I look at having this company in honor of her she lived with stage 4 metastatic breast cancer for 12 years which is not common she was given 9 months to live and um fought for 12 years and i watched her all of the natural products she had products and skincare and food and vitamins and her meditation um she was still living when i was working on this idea and then a few months after i launched it she passed away and so I would say definitely now it's to pass on what she really gave to me of education. Um, I didn't know a lot of the things, not just about products, but lifestyle, anything food related, environmentally, what we're consuming affects us. And so I would say now it's in honor of her definitely and passing on that message and educating other people. And I will only speak for what she shared with me because there are mixed controversial, whether aluminum and um, synthetic products and antiperspirants cause breast cancer or not, you can find mixed studies proving and disproving. So I will only speak to what she shared with me. I remember a specific time we were talking and she was talking about, growing up in Texas and living on a farm and just being like in that atmosphere and them using like different types of chemicals. And I remember her saying that there had to be something environmentally and the chemicals that people are around. And then she also mentioned skincare products. She said being 30 years old and being diagnosed with such an aggressive type of breast cancer She believed in her words that there had to have been something in chemicals that she was exposed to, whether where she grew up or products that she used. And she was just very adamant about not using antiperspirants. I don't know if a doctor shared that with her. Um, I think I was younger than her about little, I think 10 to 11 years. I was 19. She was around 30. So being young and then going into my twenties and witnessing also someone very young go through that type of those type of treatments. I would go with her to some of the cancer treatments she had. Um, Most of the time she was very, it's vibrant and healthy. And then when it was bad, it was really bad. And I think witnessing that for myself, I just thought, well, she's telling me not to use antiperspirant and not to use anything with aluminum, I'm going to listen to that. So I just speak to what she believed. And, you know, I've read reports on both sides. I always just err on the side of caution that maybe it's not an issue at all. And if it is, I'd rather just be safe, knowing that I'm not putting that onto my skin every day.
0: Mm -hmm. How did you know her?
1: I met her a day after I moved to... California from New Mexico on a I was working at a makeup counter in New Mexico and then my cousin her friend is a jewelry designer and she was doing a jewelry shoot that happened to be the day after I was moving to California from New Mexico and she said my makeup artist got sick she can't make it and I know you're working at makeup counters can you come work on this shoot and it was the first photo shoot that I had ever worked on because I was working at prescriptives before just selling makeup. And I had no idea what I was doing. So I put together like a little kit of makeup and some samples. And there were four women that had breast cancer and she was one of the women. And, um, so she was diagnosed. I met her after her diagnosis, um, shortly after she was diagnosed and did this photo shoot. And she knew that I had just moved to California, and really just took me under her wing, like a sister. We told people we were sisters. She always told people I was her sister. People thought we were, we were just really inseparable. And I think because I was a bit younger than her and didn't really know anyone. And she was um, doing air quotes, you know, quote unquote sick. I think think she just wanted to really show me a, a path, an enlightened path that she had.
0: Amazing. I feel like you kind of met, it was kind of like a part of your destiny to to Oh, yeah. Because like, look at the wonderful, you know, business that you have. That was pretty much sounds like it was inspired by her. Did she get a chance to try any of the Madame Lemmy products at all?
1: She didn't. It was, um, I was living in New York and working on it and toward the later stage of, Her, the last months that she had, I think this is very common, she shut off from a lot of people and um, that was really hard as well. I see now, I think that when you probably know that you're going to pass away and being so young, I could only imagine there's probably a level
0: of anger And she was, would you say she was 30 when she passed or? She was 42. 40. Okay. Right. Cause she had 12 years. Okay. Yeah. She was, um, I, um, my grandmother who I never met was 35 when she was diagnosed and sadly passed away at 45. So, yeah. So it just like sucks. I, I just, I know that like one of the biggest causations of breast cancer is just being a woman too. Like Yeah. it just like, you never know, like. You know who's gonna get it? Like it's just like a very like weird like disease. Like, did she
1: go through something uh, similar of that?
0: uh, I'm not sure. Like she died in uh, 83, and I was born in 87, so I never met. But uh, I know that like she was a smoker, and but I'm I'm not sure if that's like a direct cause or not. But it was the 70s too, and like the tech. I guess the technology wasn't that great back then.
1: Yeah, I saw a movie, I think it's called, which movie was it? What the Stink? It's a really good movie. Have you seen it?
0: No, I want to check it out.
1: It talks about just toxic chemicals, not only in makeup, but also pajamas, clothing, everything that they put chemicals on that are toxic and endocrine disruptors. And I remember in the movie, I think it was a doctor, if you watch it, I'm pretty sure it was a doctor who... Um, mentioned the statistic that in the 60s 70s the chances of a woman getting breast cancer were 1 in 20 and today it's 1 in 8 and in that time frame there's been this um, rise in these chemicals toxic chemicals and petrochemicals put into products. And so I remember in the movie, she was showing this like parallel that as these chemicals are being introduced, there's this rise in the chances of a woman getting breast cancer and other hormonal diseases and certain types of cancers It's really interesting. So though they say that it's not linked or that they have nothing proven, I don't know, I'm pretty sure there has to be some correlation. That's my personal belief.
0: Yeah, uh, her cancer, I heard, like spread to her bones. So she yeah. pretty she needed like my dad used to have to pick her up and take her to the bathroom and things like that. Like, I can't imagine what that was like, you know, to have a parent like to have to take care of her and have to witness her like that. So like, it's it's that's why it's so nice like companies like yours that are you know natural and strive to to take those like potentially harmful chemicals out of products so you can feel good when you're wearing it. Um, yeah. which leads me to my next question. Um, as far as like active ingredients, um, if you want to talk a little bit about those and also to walk me through the scent profiles, I know that like there's lemon. I think I have the lime one that I got from the supplier's day. So
1: yeah, lime, that's my favorite scent. Okay. Uh, so Himalayan salt is the main ingredient and in the active ingredient, which is a really healing, nourishing ingredient. I know even drinking it, I'll put it into my water. It's just so amazing for the human body. It has 84, um, minerals. It's naturally balances the pH. And so when I discovered that ingredient, because I had my formula that I was making, I call myself a kitchen chemist. I don't have a formal chemistry background. The um, I went to Google university and just looked up different ingredients. And then it was, I would say 80% there when I had baking soda, um, sodium bicarbonate, cornstarch, arrowroot, the essential oils and botanicals, it was working pretty well, but it wasn't as effective. And I, before letting other people test it, I was living in New York city at the time near the Hudson. And so I would try different formulas I was making each armpit A and B each every few days. And then I would run in July, the dead of summer, um, two miles. And then I would test, smell myself, see if I was sweating. And it was, I finally got one with those ingredients. It was pretty much there. And I just knew something was missing. And then I was visiting Santa Barbara and there was this Himalayan salt store. And I think they had a Himalayan spa And I walked in and I saw on the counter, there was just like loose Himalayan salt, but it looked like a powder. And because I was already working with powder, I just thought this is so interesting. And then the woman said something that really just, I had a light bulb go off. She said, oh, um, Himalayan salt is antibacterial. And so part of the issue I was having with the formula I made is I was still smelling a little bit pretty quickly after a couple hours. And I thought, well if this is a powder and it's antibacterial maybe this is like the missing piece and 100% it was so it's just really again luck that i happened to turn down this street and discover that ingredient which is the main ingredient in the formula and i think why it's so effective and i've heard people over the years talk about having um, allergy to baking soda And I had my products dermatology tested as a non-irritant. I think also because it's in a powder form. When people have said that and they've tried my product, they haven't had an irritation. I think there are multiple things. I think that it's because it's a powder. And then I also think, not being a chemist, this is just my guess. I think the Himalayan salt being so healing and nourishing, I think somehow it works with the baking soda and maybe counteracts why someone would have an irritation. I'm not 100% sure, but... It, you use it. So, you know, it's just a very gentle, non-irritating formula.
0: Mm-hmm. So besides um, lemon and lime, there was um, there was a few others that were.
1: There's rose. Yes. And it has rose, essential oil, jasmine and vanilla. And then it has crushed rose petals. And then the lavender has lavender essential oil and lavender flower. And so each scent has a botanical or a citrus powder. So the lemon has lemon peel powder, the lime has lime peel powder, and then both the lemon and lime have oak moss and bergamot.
0: What's your favorite scent? I think you mentioned the lime, right? But
1: yeah, the lime was my favorite.
0: And also the lavender is really nice because it's just like relaxing. It's like a nice like um, aromatherapy. You know, yeah
1: it's really nice It's a lighter scent it's probably the most subtle scent we have so I always tell people that if they want something that's like not as scented to get the lavender
0: mm-hmm. and um from using the product myself and I think I mentioned this to you uh, when we first met it feels like very regal like even like Marie Antoinette I would compare it to like you have that that feather applicator and then it's kind of like the product is kind of like sifted out. So like how would you um describe um applying it like how do you cuz i i know like it comes with the applicator and then you kind of put it and then you put it on but like how do you how do you do it
1: i have one here so yeah, yeah. going to be an audio but um so in the, there's the jar that it comes in, the powder. And I always just recommend like shaking
0: it a little yes. bit. Yeah, yeah, So like for me, I kind of turned it around. Yeah. Like...
1: yeah. <laughs> I have on the instructions inside, I have like a flapper girl drawn with the instructions. So it says flip, open, dab, repeat. So you can also flip it over to get some of the powder on the puff. You can also take the sifter out and then just directly put the puff onto the powder. Mm-hmm. Um, but just shaking it. And I will say, I always tell people I didn't invent this. I just brought it back. This was, um, a way that women would apply body powder and deodorant before these chemicals, aerosols, petrochemicals were introduced. Yeah. I wanted something that was nostalgic and pampering and something that was beautiful enough to leave on your vanity with your perfumes. Cause it's something you're using every day and it's a part of your hopefully, if somebody needs to wear deodorant, um, and they're using it, but it's a part of your personal care routine. And I just thought what a nicer way, what could be a nicer way to add that step in. And that's one of the most common things we hear is that it reminds people of their mother or their grandmother, and that they feel really glamorous and pampered using it. And those type of um, comments always just make me happy, because that was my goal when I was developing the packaging.
0: um, I know you mentioned that the word Lemmy stemmed from your grandmother. Was that right? And also, is that the woman, like, in the artwork?
1: So I will say, it's an unsexy story for a sexy name. Um, Lemmy The packaging and the idea is loosely based on my grandmother who would use these powders and the artwork is similar to um, my grandmother when she was younger. It's a few different things. So when I had the idea, I was using lemons and it was just this random idea. I thought I'll turn this into a company and I'll call it Lemmy. And I thought of Lemmy because my cousin's dog's name is Lemmy Pie. (laughs) And I just thought, lemmy, lemons, that's cute. And then this idea of turning it into a fictitious French woman loosely based on my grandmother came about. So lemons, a dog, a fictitious French woman, and my grandmother, it's all combined. But it's funny because I've looked up on Google before, there are actual madame lemmys in France. There aren't many, but there are some. So
0: coincidence. I know,
1: just by luck, I guess it is French.
0: Madam Lemmy products can be shopped at madamlemmy.com. That's M A D A M E L E M Y.com. And the brand can be followed at Madam Lemmy. I'm Leanne Albrizio. Thanks for listening.